Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast, hosted by Shalinda Kirby, a cervical cancer survivor, and Natalie Supes, a Crohn's warrior since 2007. Our goal is to give you proof that it's not only possible to be sick and successful, but it's possible for you. Dream big and tune in. You can also follow us on Instagram at sickandsuccessful underscore. Here are your hosts. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's going to be me and Shalinda, Natalie and Shalinda. We're going to be chatting about how to be successful from home and kind of go off on that topic. I personally have been working from home for over, I don't know, I maybe the last 10 years, if not more. So I have a lot of experience in this. <laughs> You're a um, pro. Yeah. And then Shalinda, you, you work from a studio, but you do work a lot from home. So we have, we have a lot of tips and, and tricks. So welcome back. If you have a second, please stop and like, don't like it because there's no way to like it, but, (laughs) um, give us a five-star review, share it on Instagram. The way that like this podcast is going to work is if, if it's a two-way street, if we interact with you guys and you guys interact with us back and it makes it so much easier, especially because we're all alone. So let's, let's interact in our wonderful internet community. So to get us started, Shalinda, what is something that you have found um, impacting you, I guess, since you've been working from home a lot more lately? I think for me is because I still am splitting my time between coming into the radio station to do my morning show from the studio, um, which by the way, we're actually like, I'm on a three person morning show and they have us all in individual rooms um, doing the show so that we lessen the risk of, of getting COVID-19 and passing it on to each other. But uh, after, after I'm done doing the morning show, getting home, I'm expected to bang out a bunch of social media and really it's on my own agenda, but I'm finding it very difficult, especially of late with everything happening in the world. Once I go home to get back into the like mindset of working, I find to be very difficult right now. Yeah. So there's so many things I want to say on, on that first being we like the world has a dark energy over it right now. And so even those of us who have worked from home for years, for me, like for a few days, I was like, why does this feel so hard? Like I've been doing this forever and it just felt hard, but we're going to give you guys some tips throughout the episode on, on things that can help you with that. The second one that came up for me when you were saying that is, have you seen the friends episode where he's like trying to pivot the couch in the, when they're bringing the couch up to their house, the moving episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Where he's like, pivot, pivot. It's like the, uh, the best meme as well. Anytime anybody moves, I always post that. Yeah. And so I think that's like the overall message we're all getting right now. The, like literally the universe is screaming at us to slow down. And a lot of us who are successful are, are almost like just going at like a full train and just being like, I don't want to slow down. Like I'm going to find ways to be quick and I'm going to find ways to do this and I'm going to push through no matter what. But that being said, you can still be successful and slow down. And so like the world is always our universe and, and our bodies are always giving us clues and cues and asking us for something. If we don't listen, it gets louder and louder. The world hasn't been listening for a long time to slow down. And now it's, it's so loud that we don't really have a choice. So like you saying, when you get home and you got to bang out all the social media and it just feels so hard, 
it, it like the word pivot came to mind and like, maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be the exact same way that it used to be. Maybe you can find like posting more cat memes or like things like that, you know, that, that make you happy or, um, what's that Pluto dot living. If, if any of you guys on Instagram haven't looked up the Instagram page, Pluto dot living, please. I was crying for like half an hour yesterday <laughs> watching it. Good cry. I hope. <laughs> Good cry, like laugh, like screaming, laughing. I don't nice. laugh like that. I, Stephen was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> no, but finding weight, like I, I truly believe that business shouldn't be trudging through quicksand. Like it shouldn't be super hard, and a lot of us are feeling that right now. So finding ways to pivot our businesses, finding ways to pivot what we do every single day to make it just a little bit easier, to make it a little bit more enjoyable. Shalinda, for you, if that means like while you're working on the social media, because you have to for your day job, Mm -hmm. maybe like playing some rock music or whatever music you enjoy, you know, things like that. Have you found something that's helped you kind of make it a little bit less Yeah, you know, it's actually forced me, um, like a lot of the time prior to this pandemic happening and kind of changing the the way that we go about our day-to-day tasks, um, prior to that, I would come home and instantly get into working on the social media because in my mind I thought I needed to just keep working, 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 mm-hmm. and then I could take a break. But I think that my biggest takeaway from uh, the last couple of weeks is to take that break before I start working on the social media stuff when I get home because it, it allows me to like, yes, it's harder to get back into it, but it also allows me to slow down like you mentioned. Um, and take some time for myself, right? Like I didn't realize how intense I was working. Um, and then no wonder I was exhausted by the time that I put everything down at three or four in the afternoon and my day starts at four o'clock in the morning. So, um, I really think that, yeah, we just have to pivot with the changes that are happening and allow ourselves to just not beat ourselves up as successful people. Since we do that a lot when we're not reaching the quota that we have in our, in our heads, our minds, Um, yeah, I think that's very important is to just kind of like adapt with, with the changes that are happening. Yeah. And this comes back to balance too, right? Because with that being said, like, of course, many of the women listening to this are super successful, right? So I'm sure that many of you listeners are sympathizing, I guess, or, or just like, it's relatable. Understanding. Yeah. Yeah. It's relatable how we're talking about going so fast and like, keep trying to figure out a way to still make the money and switch your business and do all of this stuff. Um, but others are still really struggling with just like getting off the couch and not just watching that, that tiger Netflix show that everyone's watching right now. <laughs> tiger um, King. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I've, I'm not going to lie. I started watching it, but there's, there's a balance between okay, now I'm not working because I got laid off from everything that's going on. Or, um, my, my job is no longer, or like my side hustle is no longer viable because no one's purchasing. Or, um, maybe some of you listeners have a service business where you can no longer go into work. And so now you're sitting on the couch all day, every day, watching Netflix and pouting. And don't get me wrong. Like for the first few days, feel your feelings. I a hundred percent say feel your feelings but how long is this thing gonna last like if you were dropped on the planet right now and this is all you ever knew would you just say okay well I'm just gonna wait for the next 
two months, three months, four months to start being successful again. And in that time, I'm going to sit and watch Netflix. Or would you say, okay, well, I can't go to my service business or I'm a hairstylist and I can't go do hair, but what I can do is start posting on social media, giving people tips on how they can do little things to their hair to make their roots not look so bad or, um, table space, for example, here in Winnipeg, it's a co-working place and they've had to close their doors. I think I'm pretty sure they've closed their doors, but they could have just closed their doors and said, shoot, like we just opened this business in the last year and we can no longer show up and people aren't co-working and that sucks. And now I'm going to watch Netflix. Instead, they're doing 10 a.m. Zoom calls every morning, doing coffee calls, and they're, they're having other entrepreneurs come on and teach things and for sure growing their, their network where however long this lasts, they still have a thriving business and hopefully even a more successful business after. So there's the two, two sides of things, right? Like running yourself off the edge, trying to work 10,000 times faster because, um, your business is gone and not taking a break and not working at all. Just finding that happy medium somehow. I think that's like so well said, Natalie, because the coolest thing that I've noticed over the last couple of weeks with everybody having no choice but to pivot, um, with the COVID (laughs) situation, I always want to yell it when I say it. Um, is that we are so adaptable. And with the resources that we have nowadays, with with the advancement of technology and a lot of us moving everything online, there's this whole untapped area of, of certain things that we do that we now have the opportunity to capitalize on. And I think that it's kind of cool to see everybody coming together from different angles and and just trying to make their businesses and their day-to-day operations run smoothly, but also very creatively as well. So well done, Mm -hmm. everybody, with just trying to get, you know, creative with ways to adapt in the times that we're in. Yeah, I love seeing all the lives that are happening now. I love seeing all the content, everyone really just stepping up and be, it's really cool to see people like giving things for free, free workouts, things like that, just to like be in this together, which I love. Yeah. And you know what? It's kind of funny because there's a lot of people I've seen on Twitter, specifically business owners that have been speaking on that specifically like the 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 giving of free stuff whether it's free advertising or free tips or free whatever it's so funny how you know prior to covid-19 happening we were so different minded in in giving mm-hmm. that stuff out for free as opposed to now that we're all in a crisis together that shift has changed yeah i was literally on a walk with my dog this morning and there was a huge thing drawn in chalk in the trail that I walk that said, we're all in this together. It was like obviously made by a kid. And I was just like, that is this, it is true. We are, the whole world is. That's so cool. Yeah. So Natalie, as somebody who's like an expert on working from home, do you mind if I throw some tips your way and you can kind of weigh in on your perspective on this? Okay. Cause I I can, I can hand out the tips, but I can't necessarily weigh in on them being that uh, I don't specifically work from home, but a lot of us are nowadays. So let's start with number one, get organized. Okay. This is a hundred percent because if the way that you're okay, (laughs) let me rephrase this. Number one, you need a spot where it's work. I've I've done both where my couch was work, my kitchen was work because I lived in a one bedroom apartment. Um, and that was so hard and mentally draining because I was always at work. My computer was looking me in the eye when I was watching Netflix. So if you can even like 
find a spot in your basement or um, if you have the ability to make a room your office, make your laundry room your office, somewhere where you're not going to be in the evening so you have a place to go. Then when you're in your office all day, it can get really messy and mine's starting to get there. And so by staying organized and taking the time to say like everything around me is now getting cluttered by organizing that it's like you organize your brain too. So I always say that like your office, your space around you is a reflection of what's going on in your mind. Mine right now looks pretty chaotic. So that's a good tip for me to well, it's not bad. It's just getting there. (laughs) (laughs) This is a slow decline. Yeah, exactly. But by just taking the time every few days, even just to like file those papers and put everything back into its spot and everything having a spot is huge. And having that that office space is a big deal at home. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because that was my second one was have a set workspace. Mm hmm. What advice would you give to avoid home distractions as somebody who works from home? Because you have a lovely little dog named Shiloh. You have a husband. You have, you know, three phones, I think, the last time I counted. So how do you how do you avoid home distractions? Let me think. I guess this has been just kind of over the years. I figured it out. But um, okay, I don't have kids yet. So that that's one that I can't really weigh in on. I'm sure that's a little bit harder. But if my husband is home, if he's not working or whatever, closing the office door, or him going outside and working in the garage or gardening, he he knows it, and it was hard in the first year or two. He's like, you're at home. Why aren't you doing the laundry? Why aren't you washing the dishes? etc. And I was like, I'm literally working. So we've we communicated over the years. And now he realizes that I do work while I'm home. (laughs) And so he knows if I'm in my office, and he hears me speaking at all, he won't even like, yesterday, he came in with like a note on a piece of um, paper towel that said, I love you, (laughs) just to say hello, but he won't come in and talk to me. Unless I go out there and talk to him. Um, my dog is currently sleeping on the little chair I have in my office and he knows, I guess he knows that I'm working. He doesn't bug me at all during work anymore. Um, as for social media, that can be a huge distraction. So especially if work's a little slow or overwhelming, it's easy to just start scrolling. Mm -hmm. So there are apps where you can lock your social media apps or something that works well for me is time blocking. So finding, a routine for me going for a walk as soon as I wake up pretty much if the sun's out and listening to a podcast to get my head in the right space to to get my positivity to do my gratitude and then coming in and doing all my emails because I get a lot of emails that's what I do so answering all my emails taking care of all that um having a shake it like I guess I prepare my shake prior to the emails, but doing that together. And then once that's all done, I might watch a YouTube video, like a 10 minute YouTube video. So I do take a lot of breaks throughout my day because if I just work straight, then I find I get burnt out too quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the tips that I was going to ask about limit the number of times that you check the email. I know from my experience over the last couple of weeks, I've had a lot of people contact me um, in my workplace being like the amount of emails that because of people working from home that they're dealing mm-hmm. with is just astronomical. And it can be very overwhelming when you take a break and come back to your computer and you have that notification that there's 87 <laughs> new emails sitting on your on your desktop. How do you how do you deal with that? Yeah. So two ways. I always have a to-do list going. So I have 
top three things I need to get done today, no matter what. And some of those are maybe a project I've been working on for a long time, but haven't been able to get a lot done. So I will have a measurable, I need to get this done. That way, even if I'm answering emails throughout the day, I know I need to get these three things done. The other thing I do is I have a hard 4.30 stop. And I know a lot of people can't do this. Sometimes I push it to five, but at 5 p.m., I will not be, my computer's closed, my work phone's closed, and the only thing I'll answer that's work-related are my Voxers to my one-on-one -on -one clients. I hard stop at 4.30. If someone calls my work phone, sorry, leave a message, I'll answer in the morning when I'm doing all my emails because I used to do the opposite. I used to answer them as they came in. And number one, you don't answer with quality because you're maybe watching Netflix or eating dinner with your husband or whatever. You're not there 100%. And then you're not with your family 100%. But number two, even if you're working at home, you still need that balance. You still need that routine so that you can have a life, so that you can continue working on your own mental health. You can't work forever and always. That's my thing. I know um, a lot of people will push like hustle hard for the first few years, blah, 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 blah. I don't, that's not what I subscribe to. I think you can hustle hard without uh, burning yourself out. So mm -hmm. I have the hard 435 stop and that's what works for me. So the next two tips could kind of be, um, you know, in one category, you had mentioned about planning. So plan your day is one of them and set office hours. So those are kind of two things that you hit on um, that are very important because I can imagine if you don't set hours of work, then you are going to run into feeling overwhelmed because people are contacting you in what you deem your personal time, right? Exactly. And I find a lot of coaches struggle with this as well because they want to be there for their clients all the time. And you can have that higher ticket one-on-one uh, -on -one program where that client can contact you whenever, but still give them the, I will answer within 24 hours. And if you answer quicker than that, that's fine, but you're not pressuring yourself. But having the hours where I will answer an email from 8.30 to 4.30, I won't leave the office until those emails are answered. But if it comes forth 431, I will answer it in the morning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, so yeah. putting that structure in your clients will then know, oh, it's 435. Um, she'll answer me in the morning versus why isn't she answering me? Like, I don't know why she, you know, she said she was going to always be there for me. She's not answering me. If you put those restrictions in, you're clear with your clients or whatever job you have, you're clear. These are my hours. No one's going to be expecting you to be answering an email at 8 p.m. If you don't put restrictions in, they might. And, and that's where the issues come in. Very well said. The next point, um, it says maintain a healthy lifestyle. And I want to touch on this specifically because I hardly work from home and I'm having a very difficult time with the amount of time that I'm actually spending at home due to social distancing and not snacking. Like I literally took a nap yesterday to stop myself from snacking because I had <laughs> access to my pantry and, you know, being at home all of the time, a lot of us are kind of, you know, struggling with this. Yeah. So, so this is, might be advice that not everybody would give maybe, but my thing is we're all going through a lot right now. And that that's not me saying, please go eat all the Oreos in your pantry. What it is saying is instead of maybe snacking on Oreos all day, have a veggie platter in your fridge, have some cashews, have 
cheese, pickled asparagus. I'm just naming some of the ones that I like. <laughs> I'm like, is this all in your fridge? Because if it is, I would come over if I was allowed. <laughs> Most of it, there's no veggie platter, but the rest of it is in there and there are veggies. So yes, those are things I snack on all throughout my day. And you'll notice if you grab a handful of cashews and like a couple of pieces of cheese and pickled asparagus or some pickles, whatever, um, you're full real quick and you're not going to be eating anything for a while because that's really filling. If you go and grab five crackers or five crackers, yeah, or five cookies or um, what, what are you snacking on? Me, um, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like homemade pita pizzas. I've been like that eating far too many slices of those. <laughs> okay. So, but honestly, like, are you eating a whole, like, are you eating too much or are you just eating a little bit more than normal? I definitely think I'm eating more than normal. I can't say that I'm eating too much because I'm not getting to the point where I'm like sick and taking a nap, you know, because I've eaten too much. It's just more or less like I know I'm intaking much more calories than I normally would because I'm spending a lot more time in my house. Mm -hmm. And probably not as active, right? Because you're not. No. And that's another thing, too, is I think a lot of us are, are seeing that we need to take those active breaks in a time where we're working from home, whether it's, you know, just doing a little at home workout or it's going for a walk around the block or whatever. Totally. So again, this is where routine comes in because excuse me, for me, I'm at home all day. Um, and I have pretty much set times where I eat, I eat breakfast. Um, as soon as I'm back from my walk, which is typically like a protein shake. So it's really filling with some frozen celery from the garden from last year and um, blueberries, stuff like that. So I have that. And then around 10 to 11 is when I get snacky. And that's why I'll have some cashews. Then I'll have a lunch around 12 to one, depending on my day. Um, sometimes I'll have a small snack before my husband gets home around four 30. So like maybe some pickled asparagus and a cheese slices or something like that. And then we'll have dinner around six or seven. Um, and then maybe some like protein ice cream or something in the evening. So I do eat quite a few times throughout the day. They're smaller amounts. And by having the smaller amounts frequently, it makes me feel like I'm, you know, two hours away from my next snack. So I'm fine. Um, I used to have a huge meal at the end of the day and then feel like I was starving myself all day. And that would lead to a lot of binging habits, a lot of um, just unhealthy eating habits. Mm -hmm. So that's where I said, like, I really, really hate telling people to go on a specific diet. And if you're a one-on-one client, you know that I've probably told you to go on a specific diet. Um, That's different for people with IBD when we're trying to lower inflammation. But for a regular person, Joe, who's now, Joe, um, Shalinda, who's now going to be working from home 100%, which you're not, but let's say you are, Mm -hmm. um, the worst thing you could do is now start tracking your calories, start thinking about what you're eating, how much you're eating, dieting, going keto, going vegan, changing everything. That's the number one worst thing you can do. I guarantee you'll eat 10 times more calories than you used to because you're just like how everyone's sitting at home right now. And we're praying three weeks ago that they could sit at home more. And now no one wants to sit at home. Mm-hmm. 
It's just how the human brain works, right? But if you instead say, okay, so I've been eating these pizzas a lot. Let me add sweet potatoes to my diet. And I'm just going to make some sweet potatoes or I'm going to go buy a bunch of broccoli and make spinach salads and like add things to your diet that are healthy. Girl, eat a whole popcorn bowl of spinach salad. Like (laughs) if that's what's going to satisfy you, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and then put that routine in place where you're, you're going to eat these many times a day and then slow find ways to make that feel healthier for you, whatever that means versus restricting, changing diets, counting calories, blah, 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 blah. And then as for fitness is concerned, it's a tough one when you're at home, Mm -hmm. but even just making yourself go for a 20 minute walk every day is going to help boost your mood. Um, and then also help you get moving. And there's so many apps right now that are free, for at-home workouts. People are doing at-home workouts on Instagram live. Find what works for you. Don't try to do something you hate because you you won't stick with it, but find something that works for you to, to move every day. And let me just say, to add on that, as somebody who doesn't work out, like I used to, I think in one of the previous podcasts, I've mentioned that I used to be very heavy into bodybuilding and working out and counting every macronutrient that went into my mouth. Um, as somebody who's no longer like that at all, like I don't do very much physical activity. I'm not proud of that by any means, but I'm working on it. Um, now more than ever, I need it because I'm, I think we can all relate. We're all very overwhelmed right now. And so just the other day, I found myself scrolling through social media and those like thoughts of depression and like worry Mm -hmm. and uncertainty started to creep in and I could just feel myself my body was just that stress was like flowing through my veins and so I was like you know what I just need to go for a walk it was like super windy and I hate wind but I didn't care (laughs) I put on a toque and I walked around the block it wasn't a very long walk by any means but those endorphins like saved my entire day from derailing And it's a huge point you bring up because not a lot of people or actually a lot of people can't feel or or can't distinguish that feeling when you've gone from um, your own just anxiety and stress to the stress of social media and and like getting heavier, just how you explained, you felt darkness and it was just all coming in. And we can stop that. We have the power to stop that if we tune into our own bodies instead of tuning out, instead of, you know, I'm starting to feel anxious. So I'm going to go for the Oreos or whatever and take a second to say like, ooh, social media is making just exactly like you did. Like, ooh, this is really starting to get heavy. Like I am overwhelmed. I'm, I'm not feeling myself. I'm going to go get a quick walk in, even though I, you know, it's snowing or it's windy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And for me, that sometimes is a bath because I don't, I don't have the energy to go for a walk, um, always in the evening for let's say. So taking a step back, like even if you can do this every 20, 30 minutes and just like stop what you're doing, stop emailing, stop scrolling, stop whatever you're doing and just close your eyes, take a deep breath in and just feel How often do we do that? Do we just close our eyes and feel what we, what ourselves, what our body is trying to tell us and what we're feeling? And if you do that, you'll get a quick, like our body's always trying to tell us something. Just like I said at the beginning, um, it's either I feel anxious, I feel heavy, I feel overwhelmed, or like, I feel pretty good. I feel happy. I feel inspired and, and take that and do it with it, what you will. But 
take a step back and, and feel into your own body um, and not just what everyone else in the whole world is feeling. It's our job right now as successful women, as leaders, um, as just women who are rising up to be the light and to shine light on this situation and to be the leaders we say we are and that we're called to be here. We were all put here on this planet in 2020 for a reason. We weren't, we weren't born in 2020 to go through this crazy pandemic to take a step back and slump into the worst versions of ourselves. We were born to rise up, to be leaders, to show what we're made of and to make other people feel happy and healthy and to give them inspiration. We can't do that if we're not taking care of ourselves and feeling into what we're feeling. So, yeah. I love that. It's it's the it's the teacup analogy that I use some sometimes when I'm overwhelmed. It's hard to pour from my cup into yes. your cup if my cup is is empty. Like I will have nothing to give. Exactly. And you were put here to pour out of that cup right now. So and I like having that cup nice and full. To be honest with you, <laughs> exactly. I do. I feel so much better. And I will say this about the the physical activity, just for those people listening that I was like, oh, God, because trust me, I'm, the, I'm that person. No one, and including myself, has never come out of doing any physical activity and said, you know what, that was, that was stupid. I don't know why I wasted my time doing that. Nobody <laughs> says that because you feel good afterwards. Just get past yeah. the point of just doing like the whole, well, I don't know about that. And, you know, the convincing and all all that kind of stuff. Just do it. I love that. I'm not going to lie to you. After a spin class, I feel like, why the heck did I do that? Really? <laughs> just spin. I just, there's nothing that will make me enjoy a spin bike. I think it's my Crohn's, but I agree with you. Like finding a physical activity that you don't despise, you're not going to, you're not going to come out of that saying like, why the heck did I do that? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't do, you know, 10 burpees and, and think to oh, myself, no. man, I'm so happy <laughs> that I left the comfort of my couch and, and I just finished, you know, attempting to uh, do the most physical activity <laughs> I've ever done in the, in the last 10 reps. But uh, yeah, do you, no. are you getting tagged in those C10 do 10 challenge right now? Honestly, that that part of social media can go <laughs> die in a corner right now, because if you want to challenge me to take a 10 minute nap, I'll give you a 10 minute nap in return. OK, how about that? I'm like, I cannot do a push up to save my life. Go ahead and tag me. But I'm just going to look at all the dog ones I'm being tagged. In. Oh, man, too funny. I'm a personal trainer and I can't do a push up to save my life. I do have a shoulder injury, but like. I, I mean, it's cool for the people who are doing it. Good for you guys. But it's just funny to see the stuff that goes around, I guess, in a pandemic. <laughs> I like I always make the joke that now more than ever, if you thought Instagram had fitness people on there before, it is like hopping. Right. It's so true. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And as you know, we end each podcast with what success means to you. So because it's the two of us, we're going to read off what success means to one of you guys that you wrote in. And Kirby, do you want to take that away? Sure. What does success mean to you? It's determined by the relationships I've built, according mm -hmm. to this listener. I love that so much, especially right now where we're kind of being pulled away from everyone, from all of our relationships. It's It kind of shows you how much they mean, hey? Absolutely. And checking in with people, like more than ever, this is an opportunity to really come together. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Well, Natalie, we have something really exciting to talk about before we wrap up the podcast today. Why don't you uh, give it a go? 
Yes. So some of you guys might know this, some of you might not, but Shalinda and I have a company called SNS Podcasting, where we produce, we create, we put out podcasts for other women entrepreneurs and men entrepreneurs who have an amazing podcast idea and want to get it out into the world, but are overwhelmed by the editing, the recording equipment, the pictures and, and, Instagram posts and all of that kind of stuff. We do it all for you. So it's called SNS podcasting. And because of the pandemic and kind of what we talked about in the episode earlier on people giving things for free, and we wanted to see what we could do for you guys. So we decided to give our launch package um, away for 75% off for two new beta testers. So we did launch in January. We have a few clients that we've posted about on our, on our Instagram page. We will tag that down in the show notes below, but we want to give away 75% off, which is a huge deal um, to two people who are ready to start their podcast, are ready to get their voice out there, their message out there. If that's something that interests you guys, we'll leave all the information in the show notes. Just reach out to us, send us a DM, email us, and we can chat with you about that and get your podcast going. Sounds good. I love it that we get to talk about it now and get some clients because it's been super fun putting this whole entire business venture together. Yeah. And what's better than podcasting right now, honestly? <laughs> right? It's It's been like a lot of us turning to things like podcasts to take that time away to kind of reflect on something and get our minds off of what's happening. Yeah, exactly. And if you guys are wondering why Shalinda and I started this, it's because Shalinda has over 15 years in broadcasting. You also have your degree, right, in broadcasting? I do, yes, and in audio yes. production. Yeah, so she is our audio guru. She's so good at it. And I have actually my degree in marketing and international business. And as you guys may or may not know, I love Instagram. So um, I do kind of the creative creative posts, the social media stuff, that kind of the good things. And Shalidan does the editing and mic suggestions. We also do some coaching where we help you get your broadcaster voice on and learn how to speak to the mic and all of that good stuff. So anything you've ever wanted to know about podcasting, we help you with it. And where can people find information on SNS Podcasting, Natalie? Well, you can find us on Instagram, which is literally the letter S A N D s podcasting so s and s podcasting um yeah we just recently started posting so we don't have that many posts but feel free to go and follow us send us a dm you can also email us at s and s podcasting at gmail.com and of course we'll link it all down below so you can find it easy Perfect. Thanks so much, Natalie. It's been so much fun hanging out with you. By the way, we're doing this uh, via Zoom because obviously we're trying to social distance and and uh, mm. respect that at this time. So um, we're just so lucky to be able to still do a podcast um, from afar. Yes. Stay at home, everyone. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you like our show and want to know more, follow us on Instagram at sickandsuccessful underscore. Join us next week for an all new episode.